The following shear has been presented by Dayan Shlomo Cohen. Dayan, based in Havat Shalom, Yerushalayim, an author of the Chayshin Mishpat work, Pure Money, and has been brought to you by the Beis Havat Halacha Center. Meseches Bavakama has been graciously dedicated by Reb Tzvi Reisman and family, Le'ilu Nishmas, his esteemed father, Harav Yehoshua Heschel Reisman, Zecher Tzadik Levracha. May the Torah studied through this volume be an Eloi to his neshama. Our daf tells us of the ten tanaim that Yeshua made. There are more in Choshen Mishpat Simon Reishayim Dalit says that all these takanot of Yeshua, they're all nogea, not only in Eretz Yisrael, but also in Chutzlaitz. And he says he doesn't know why the Shulchanach didn't bring them. The Rambam brought them all down. It may be because at the time of the Shulchanach, the Jews didn't own property, and therefore it wasn't nogea. Let's take one of the Takonas of Yeshua. That anyone is allowed to collect wood from someone else's property. The Gomorrah explains that we're only talking about small green branches for which the owner of the property has no use. Which of course makes sense. Yeshua wouldn't have been attacking that you can take property which the owner himself needs. Only property that he doesn't need. But if so, there's a big kasha. We have a principle. It was learnt in Baba Kamon Daf that in any case where one Jew stands to benefit, Zenehena, and another is going to lose nothing, that Kofin Dom, we force the party that's going to lose nothing to permit his fellow Jew to benefit. Kofin Dom. So why did Yeshua need to make these special takanot? Anyway, Beidin would force the owner of the field to let other people collect branches that he doesn't need because of Kofin al Saddam. To answer this question, let's discuss a case which the Noda Yehuda brings. Let's just bring it up to date a bit. Rabbi Levi has just finished writing his parish on the Mishnahs of Kodshim. He arranged with a publishing house that they would have it all typed up and arrange a new format for the mission according to his instructions, with the traditional parish of the Tosas Yomtev and the Bartanu around the side, and with his parish, Rabbi Levi's parish, underneath. The publishing house carried out their work, Rabbi Levi paid, and the book was put on the market. The publisher, of course, had the original file on his computer. He therefore had a great idea. He himself would benefit from the work he had just done for Rabbi Levi and market the new format of the Mishnayot just without Rabbi Levi's payush for all those people who want to learn the Mishnayot with the new clear format that he'd done. However, Rabbi Levi heard of his plans and came to claim that the file on the computer belongs to him, to Rabbi Levi, Levi and not to the publisher and he can't use it without his permission which he refuses to give. The publisher replied that since you, Rabbi Levi, have no more use for this file, it's Midat's Dom for you to not let me use it. And Kofin are Midat's Dom. Therefore you have to let me use the file. Who's right? The Noda Yehuda answered that first of all, it depends on the terms of employment that were agreed upon at the time, originally. If the publisher was a contract worker being paid a fixed price 
for taking the manuscript and producing the final product, then the file on the computer belongs to the publisher, and he can do with it as he wishes. He needs no permission from the author. But, if the author paid a price for each stage of the work, for typing it up, for type, typesetting and printing, then the file belongs to the author. And then we have to see if the publisher can force him to let him use the file because of Kofin Amidetzadon in a case of Zer Nena Bezer Lochaser. The question is, do we say Kofin Amidetzadon to permit you to use the property of someone else or not? The Shulchan Oroch Paskins in Simon Kufa and Dalit in Choshim Mishpat. The two brothers who inherited two fields from their father which now have to be divided between the two of them. Each one's going to get one field. In a case where the fields, of course, are both the same. Now, one of the brothers has a field of his own near to one of the fields now inherited. And therefore he wants to receive the field closer to his existing fields. We're not talking about a case where his field is bordering on the field of his father's. Just where it's close. We're not getting into the dinner of a Baumatsu here. The Shulchan Aruch Paskins, that even though normally we would do a goal, a lottery, to divide up the two fields, see which, who's going to get which field, in this case we force the other brother to give the field that's close to his other brother's, brother's field to him. Why? Because of Kofin al Since here is a case of Zer Nena, the brother with the other field, and Zer Lochosa, the brother who doesn't have another field, so therefore we force the brother who doesn't have another field to give over the field that his brother wants to him. Even though at the time when the father died, both, both brothers are now partners in both fields, we force the brother with no field to give over property which currently belongs to him as a partner with his brother to his other brother so that he can benefit. This is the sheet of the Rambam that you must even give up on your own property because of Kofin Amidetzadon. Another raya that this is the Rambam's opinion is from the Shulchan Orach in Simon Kufnun Gimel, Sif Chafalef. There he says that someone who lives on the second floor of a building can force the owner of the courtyard below to let him place the ladder there in order that he can gain access to his property. Here too, Kofin Amidetzadon and we force you to, to use the property of another. But the Rosh learns, and the Ramor brings his opinion in Kufa and Dalit in the case of the two brothers, that the brother without a field doesn't have to give his brother with a field the, the, the field that's close to the field that he already owns. But the brother who wants that field, because he has another field close by, he's going to have to pay extra compensation to him for giving up on his right to do a lottery, to do a goal. Why don't we say Kofin al Because the Rosh learns that you can't take the prob- property of someone else because of Kofin al According to the Rosh, when do we say Kofin al He says an example in a case like this. Let's ca- say there were two neighbours. One wants to build an extension and the other objects, because it's going to take away light or sunshine, when really the effect to the neighbour is totally insignificant. In such a case, we would say, Kofin al that you must allow the neighbour to build. 
Here you're not taking any property that belongs to someone else. The building is in your own property. That's why, in such a case only, says the Rosh, we say Kofin Amid But to take someone else's property, we don't say Kofin Amid So according to the Rabbam and the Shulchan Aruch, since the author, in our case, Rabbi Levi, is, lo- is losing nothing by allowing the author to use it, the computer file, he will be forcing to make it allow him to use it. But according to the Rosh, and there are more, he can't be forced to, to, to give over the computer file, and the publisher will have to pay him for it. Now let's go back to our original question. Why did Yeshua need to make his takanot, that you can take wood that's not needed by the owner from his field? Why isn't it Kofun Amid Sodom? The Marshal says that Bermet, the holding of Kofun Amid Sodom, is learned from the Tanaim of Yeshua. But after the question of the Noda Yehuda, we see differently. According to the Rosh, if Yeshua hadn't been mitaken, you wouldn't be able to take someone else's property. We wouldn't say Kofin Amid Sodom that you can go and take the wood from someone else's field. Therefore, therefore Yeshua had to be metaken, his takona. But according to the Rambam, the question comes back, why was Yeshua metaken? Let's see the cases that the Rambam spoke about. The Rambam, the, the case of the, of, the, of the ladder that we spoke about, in Kufnun Gimel, he's only allowing you to use it, make a temporary use of the courtyard of your neighbor. You're not taking his property away. And in the case of the two brothers, the two fields are being exchanged. The brother's not losing anything out by the exchange. But to go into another's field and take for free his property, even the Rambam wouldn't say. Also, in the case of the Noda Yehuda, the publisher is just using the computer file. He's not taking it. Therefore, you need the Tekon of Yeshua to take someone else's property. Although the wood that you're going to collect you're never going to, is never going to be returned. For that, Yeshua was need, needed to be metak in his takanot. These principles, we said, are very, very important in many everyday questions. Let's say your neighbor's gone away on holiday, and you see his newspaper lying, lying outside his house. Do we say, Kofin Amid Saddam, and you can take his newspaper? According to both the Rambam and the Rosh, you can't take away his property. And we haven't found that Yeshua made a takona to take someone else's newspaper. Only if you're going to return it afterwards would it be dependent on the machlokas between the Rosh and the Rambam. Only according to the Marshal that we mentioned, that all Midat Zedom is learned from the takonas of Yeshua, it would seem that you would be able to. But against the Shulchan Aruch and the Ramur, certainly the halacha is that you wouldn't be able to take it if you're not planning on returning it. The Daf Yomi Halacha series has been brought to you by the Beis Havad Halacha Center. To reach the Center for Halacha Consultation, Service, Educational Seminars or Media, please call 1-888-485-VAAD. That's 1-888-485-8223. To sign up to the BHHJ, the Beis Havad's weekly interactive e-journal, please visit www.bhhj.org or you can email us at office at the